everyone, this is Myra. This is Paula. And this is Martha. And we are your hosts. We are here to help you level up with topics on self-awareness, confidence, and self-acceptance. So grab whatever you would like to sip on and welcome to Sipping With Us. Okay, welcome to another episode of Sipping With Us. We are here. Today is, is just going to be me and Paula because our co-host, Myra, is out in Greece celebrating life, of course. Yes. So cheers to her. Cheers to her. Hope she's having an amazing time. And we're actually having a, a Zoom episode today, which is amazing because we get to... That's a great thing about technology, right? We get to connect with people and we don't necessarily have to be here, so... It's all about perfect timing, but we have a guest. Her name is Marielle Santiago. Am I saying that correctly? Yes. You okay. Are. Welcome, Welcome. Marielle to Sipping With Us. Thank, thank you, you so much for being here. <laughs> yes. Thank you for coming here and accepting our invite to the podcast. Where are you located at? Uh, so I'm currently in Dallas. Dallas. Okay. Oh, nice. Awesome. So yeah, we're not too far, but it's still, it's still some distance, right? Um, so Marielle, I wanted to kind of give our listeners a little bit, um, like a a background, a little bit of your background with what we're going to be discussing today, which today's topic for you listeners out there is going to be how to live your most turned on life. So I know what you guys are thinking. You're thinking, how am I going to get, you're thinking it's going to be about sex, right? Which, you know, we are going to be talking about some sexual things, but essentially the purpose of today's episode is with Marielle is that she specializes in uh, love relationships and sex coaching. And she works with a lot of um, women, group of women, or even like individual sessions to where she, she helps them dig deeper into their life into sometimes it goes down to your inner child to figure out exactly what exactly is like blocking you from being able to reach uh, that potential and to be able to essentially live your most turn on life. So I'm always excited for these type of topics. Of course, I think all of our listeners just love listening to anything to do with that will lead to pleasure in life essentially is what we want. So Marielle, can you start off by giving us like a little bit of background of what it is, how you got started with, with your coaching sessions? Yeah, for sure. I feel like I should probably explain the accent first. Yeah, I was going to say, where are you from? Your (laughs) accent. (laughs) It's not a typical Dallas accent. No. Um, I, I'm actually half Filipina, half Scottish. Grew up in England, but spent 10 years in Australia and then have been in America for the last three. So the first year and a half was in San Francisco, um, the last year and a half in Dallas, and in oh, wow. less than two weeks, we're heading back to San Diego. So things are a little bit... Oh, so you're moving. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're moving back to California. After being in Sydney for so long, we just really, really miss the beach, but we love the Texan people. We have our own little... Texan family and friends now that have been so kind and so welcoming to us. I am going to miss that for sure. Oh, wow. Usually uh, lately you hear a lot of California people moving here to Texas, not the opposite Texan. I know, I know. I feel like we're salmon swimming upstream, (laughs) but, you know, again, living that pleasure filled life, you 
just got to do what feels right and getting by the oceans, what's going to feel most pleasurable right. and turned on for right. us. Awesome. Wow. That. Th- that's amazing. And I just knew that it was an Australian accent last time we, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we yeah. had it's a, a bit of a blend. I'm sipping on Bailey's, so you might, I might slip into a little bit of English <laughs> later and then a little <laughs> Who knows what's going to come out? Yeah. Okay, so let's <laughs> yeah, talk about what we're starting with Aussie. <laughs> so cheers to that, um, of course. Uh, oh, Mariel. Cheers. We are actually <laughs> sipping on some seltzers. Um, what are you sipping on, Paula? Uh, Dos Equis Lager Pineapple Flavored. I've never had that before. I don't know. It was in my fridge. And I'm drinking a strawberry Topo Chicos. So cheers to that. Ooh, delicious. Yeah, so... It wasn't it wasn't a clear cut path into sex, love and relationship coaching. You know, nobody gives you that option when you're at school of something that you can be. It's not a, a teacher or a fireman right. and hey, you can be a sex, love and relationship <laughs> coach. So I spent um my whole kind of career in Australia was working in sales for marketing and advertising creative agencies, which was really great in a lot of aspects. It allowed me to live in Australia on the visa front and it really lent itself to my soft skills. So selling, relationship building, being around people, being creative, that sort of stuff. But even if I got like a a really big sale or a really big win, there would be this outward celebration. And then inside it would just be like, sorry to be dramatic, but it was like a dagger to the heart. I was like, (laughs) oh, this is killing me inside. (laughs) And I know I'm being dramatic, but I guess my point is, is that I just had this deep sense of knowing that I was meant for more, that I was meant to give more in this life, do more in this life. I just hadn't figured out what that was. So I'd spent most of my career kind of being this square peg, trying to fit in a round hole and, you know, always trying to orient towards the good things in life, like a lot of gratitude getting to live in Australia. And like, there's a lot that I was grateful for, but it was just more that deep sense of knowing of like, do I really want to look back on my life and this this is the path that I took? Mm-hmm. Or is there something else? Is there more of a legacy? Am I, am I meant to create more impact and, and help in the world, like do more good in the world? And so I was really fortunate um, when we moved to California. In terms of like a, a nine-to-six role, mm-hmm. I had the best job. It was awesome. I was working with celebrities, curating unique experiences, and it was everything that I could want on paper in terms of a job or a career. Mm-hmm. And then on on the other side of all of this, I'm I'm a Scorpio, so I've always kind of been curious around, you know, tarot cards, hypnotherapy, any anything that you know, sound baths, like I would be into it. I'd be doing, you know, NLP. I I was there. I wanted to do it all. And so I always had this curiosity and had a great journey with those kind of things. And the reason I bring this up is my friends were seeing a women's empowerment coach. There was two friends and um, her name's Whitney Ullum and she's fantastic. And she was hosting a retreat in California in Idlewild. So the kind of things that I do and 
teach and guide women through, my friends had already been experiencing with this coach. And I don't know if intentionally they didn't tell me too much about it or what, but they kind of sold it in as in like, hey, it's going to be an awesome women's empowerment retreat. She's got one spare spot. Do you want to come along? So I was the only woman that went that um, that hadn't worked with Whitney that wasn't kind of aware of, of what the work was about. But again, being that curious Scorpio, I was like, yeah, I'll come along. Awesome. Um, and I remember getting the welcome email to say, like, this is what's going to be happening. <laughs> there was, you know, talk of, you know, there might be some nudity, nudity is encouraged all these things. And so my little brain was like, what? I'm not getting naked. I'm going to California. So there's going to be all these like really hot LA girls in the hot tub naked. And so I was just feeling this like very internal no to this. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole time, even on the drive together from the airport, I was like, I'm not getting naked. Like I might get in a bikini, like whatever. But so like really managing the self-talk and this fear inside. And so we arrive, and on the first night, there was this um, initiation, <laughs> and um, Whitney went first, and I guess in essence, it was like, what's, what's your intention for this retreat? Why are you here? And as she was bearing her soul, she was kind of like undressing as well, undressing as well and like bearing herself and so inside I'm like shitting myself <laughs> wow you're like this is really looking, happening I don't want to get naked I just met everyone here today <laughs> where have you brought me I'm looking at my friends like wide-eyed what like where have you oh, brought me <laughs> and then um kind of like the co-guide um of the retreat she went next so kind of like a teacher and she did the same and I'm like okay that's the teachers like we don't have to do that but at the same time like the energy was palpable like we were all shaking we were all crying it was so powerful to see women literally bearing all literally and spiritually to be seen not in a sense of like you know being naked and sexy for a partner to see us but just being liberated different bodies yeah like totally unfiltered no one holding in no one hiding behind a camera filter none of that just like this is how I look and every woman was doing the same and getting closer and closer to me and each time I was like okay maybe I'll get down to my underwear <laughs> okay maybe I'll lose my bra <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> having these thoughts and honestly getting into the circle I think I must have blanked out a little because I couldn't tell you too much about it but I remember saying at the end you know I didn't come here to play it safe I came here to get fucking wild and then just ripped down oh, <laughs> oh <wow>. and I <laughs> went off underwear and I was there stood naked but there was nothing we were only met with love there was no judgment it's not kind of in the outside world where it'd be like why is she doing that oh look at her body oh, right. she's so full of herself oh, there was just love like when you remove the outside veil of the world and you just show up for women in such a loving way it is so powerful to be witnessed in completely who you are like no masks and because we were naked almost from the offset in that in that moment it meant that we dropped the rest of our masks for the rest of the time and so we were creating such intimate and deep 
platonic relationships and friendships with these other women because they were seeing the real us from the offset. It wasn't about what we did for work or any of those kind of things. It's like, I've just seen your soul. And so that kind of set the tone for the rest of the retreat where we did a number of somatic healing practices, tantric healing practices, all the stuff that I now do in sessions with women. And um, one of the the final things that we did together is what's called sex magic. And so this is a ritual where you use your breath and your your sexual energy, your feminine energy, to cycle that energy, that breath through every chakra in your body till eventually you shoot out your manifestation mm. out to the universe. And in that moment, what came to me was I I'm meant to do this work. Like I'm meant to be a coach in this realm and help other women find what I've discovered this weekend. And like, I remember at the time being really self-conscious, being like, oh my God, I've gone to a retreat and now I'm going to be like, hey, I'm going to be a coach now. (laughs) (laughs) I did not go along to that retreat thinking I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm, this is going to be my path. Like it was the last thing I had in my mind. Like I was petrified of getting naked before I even stepped through the door and then was leaving with this knowing of this is it after everything I've tried and you name it, I probably tried it. This work was the most deeply impactful transformational stuff that touched me at a deep, deep cellular level that once I knew it, I couldn't unknow it. If that made sense. Wow. That makes a lot of sense. So what I'm hearing, you know, you're telling us the story and I'm literally visualizing it and feeling that intensity too Mm -hmm. of like, just letting letting it all out and not having to feel sexualized, but just feeling like empowered. Yeah. And you sure. you said something that's very important for women to to know. And because I feel like we can lead with example, but you mentioned as other women were, you know, continuing to shed those pieces of clothing, they mm-hmm. felt empowered and in a sense it empowered you to do the same. So when the more that women speak up about these topics, I feel like we're doing the same for others. Like we're empowering them to speak their voice. Um, So I think these type of conversations are essential for, for women empowerment, these real conversations. For sure. And that's, that's such a, a personal mission of mine as well is to try and face all these taboo topics that women come up against every single day. Like they shouldn't even be taboo. And we get into our own little world around, you know, I'm a freak for fantasizing about this, or I'm such a weirdo because I desire that, or I don't desire this. Like we, we tell ourselves all these different stories. And honestly, I work with so many different women and we're all feeling and experiencing the same things inside. Just no one's talking about it. Exactly. I completely agree with you. Um, now you also mentioned I, I, a lot of what your story that you're saying and, and the different paths in life that, or even locations that you've been in life. It, it sounds to me like you've, you've followed like what feels good to you, what feels right, like your intuition. And that is a huge part of being in your feminine is following what feels good for you and being in your pleasure and being turned on in life about life in general. Um, 
and being creative as well. Cause that's something that I associate with the feminine energy is yeah. instead of like doing because you have to do is doing because you just feel creative to do, to do something. Yeah. Life, yeah, right? absolutely. And so I've always considered myself to have quite a powerful intuition or a gut reaction to things. And, you know, I, I try and have an open dialogue with the universe. So even, even back in my hugely wild party days before I'd even found this world, I still tried to tap into the universe and get a sense on, on where I should be and what I should be doing. And so I'm, I feel very blessed to have been guided to where I have been, but I feel like this work has brought me into an even deeper sense of feminine wisdom and feminine power that I've tapped into. So before it wasn't necessarily my feminine, it was just, you know, what's pleasure, what feels good, what's the universe telling me? Whereas now it almost feels more internal. And so I'm about to use the word pussy. So I hope I'm not offending anyone, but there's no, there's no negative connotations for me. When I say that, I think it's a very powerful, amazing word. Pussy is life force energy. She's creative. As women, we all have them. We should be proud of it. There's an amazing book called Pussy, a reclamation, um, which Mama Gina has written. Um, her, her full name's Regina. I can't remember her surname, but Mama Gina, she's known as in this world. And so through this work, I've actually learned more how to tap into pussy and what pussy is telling me. So we often think of ourselves as, you know, oh, I'm overthinking, like my mind is in overdrive or, um, you know, I need to follow my heart or I need to listen to my gut. And then it's like, well, what about pussy? Like, what's she telling us? <laughs> exactly. She's our greatest sense of creativity. She's our life force energy. Literally, life comes from pussy. <laughs> and she is our sense of intuition, what is safety. And she's there to deeply connect into. And if we can do that with our minds, our hearts, and our guts, what more so if we do that with pussy? And so now I have this internal dialogue and story with her every day of what feels good to you. Does And I try and lead and run business like that. I, I try and run my coaching sessions like that. Even before saying yes to this podcast, like I tapped in. I was like, pussy, like, what do you think? And she's like, hell yes, let's do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll move to going to San Diego. Like it's all led with her. Like she she is my North Star. And so... Again, it doesn't need to be this deeply sexualized thing if I only speak to pussy in terms of what do I like in the bedroom. But actually, like, she she knows if a situation is dangerous. She knows if you need to get the hell out of somewhere. <laughs> she knows if you are with the right partner or not, if a partner's, you know, wrong for you. or You know, when you're kind of, like, with someone and you're like, oh, he's really amazing, but there's something not quite there. Or, that's her telling you maybe this isn't it. Like she's constantly giving us clues and messages. She's our deepest source of creativity. You look at how 
with our cycle, um, with, you know, our menstruation, how we can feel super creative at times and maybe we feel withdrawn and reflective and that's all tied into pussy and how she's guiding us. And so I've noticed for me personally is when I feel more connected to pussy and I'm checking in with her, then it really drives my creativity and actually even my business as well. Like we think of business being the masculine in us. It's the yang energy, the doer, the force of a I don't agree with that for me anyway. Like I've been way more productive when I've been working from a place of my feminine energy, my pussy energy. Like that's when I can create courses that step into doing group coaching or one-on-one or doing things like podcasts. This isn't my masculine energy right now. This is my feminine power speaking. I feel like especially right now, there's a lot of information out there about what, what feminine, what masculine is. And I feel like there's like definitive like roles which I find myself not agreeing with sometimes is that kind of what what you're trying to explain like that it doesn't necessarily have to be I think we touched on this in we did our session Mm -hmm. right was like even I'm struggling now with the language of Mm -hmm. it because from my own personal experience and how I'm seeing it showing up for for my female clients is like we're having these aversions to our our so-called masculine or so-called feminine energy because we think it should be one way or it should be another but that's society that's told us those things that's the patriarchy that's told us these things and so if you almost do away with these roles or these titles then you can just lean into like what is the energy and how does that look or how does that feel and you know for instance I worked with a client recently and we were kind of bringing up her her feminine energy and she was kind of seeing like it was like roses, like beautiful roses, but then also like this fire, this like really powerful fire. And she was kind of struggling because she thought, is that my masculine energy coming in? Is it? And it wasn't. It was her feminine energy. Two things can be true at once. This is, you know, one of the biggest learnings and understandings in Tantra is everything is interconnected. You know, Tantra in its most purest basic form means weave or woven, and that is that everything's connected. So the masculine, the feminine, the yin, the yang, Mm. light, shadow, everything, even pleasure and pain. And so everything is interconnected. And it's not that we should just be in our feminine or in our masculine, but how do you bring balance? How do you bring harmony? How do you draw from each depending on what's needed at the time? So I feel like that part right there, it's like, you know, as a listener, if I don't know where to begin to even follow what that means, like, what are some tips that you recommend as to like, how do I start tuning in and listen to what pussy wants essentially? Yeah, 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 for sure. So there's a a number of different things we can do. And, you know, even you and I, we did some sort of lighter things to just drop into the body and it's as simple as that it's taking the time taking the space connecting to the breath you know we could even do it right here right now that's true. and that would be <laughs> <laughs> do you want to play <laughs> you know just closing the eyes mm-hmm. taking one hand to the heart space 
one hand to the belly, to the womb space. Just taking three deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth. just start to scan the body for any sensations, any feelings. No need to label them good or bad. It could be an itch. It could be a tickle. It could be a light breeze. It could be a feeling of anxiety, a quickening of the heart, a shortness of the breath. Or it might be that you're feeling really relaxed and calm. Whatever's coming up, just start to scan the body for those different sensations, being really acutely aware of them. And now drawing your attention to maybe one particular sensation that is feeling more prominent within the body right now. And start to go deeper into that sensation. So if it's a heaviness in the heart, what does heaviness feel like? Are there any colours, associations? Just going deeper and deeper into the experience. Starting to embody those sensations. Each time going deeper into the body. And whilst you're here, just checking in if that piece or that part of the body has any messages or words of wisdom for you here today. Am I supposed to say something? <laughs> no, you don't have to share your experience if you don't want to. But okay. just listening, listening mm -hmm. to whatever there is. Mm -hmm. And when you feel ready, you can take three more deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. And when you're ready, you can go ahead and open your eyes and come back to me. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's intense because it's like, it's so hard to quiet the mind sometimes, you know? Yeah. Which I, yeah. I think we talked about that last time, how I feel like a lot of times as women, especially like for a lot of our listeners, like we're, we're talking directly to like a lot of like first generation, mm -hmm. you carry so much weight in life yeah. and it's, and you feel it in your body, like how much you yeah. carry. Well, so this like, is the thing with somatic healing is, you know, again, the body isn't this 
life form that kind of just actions whatever the brain tells it to. It's its own living, breathing, conscious entity. So it stores pain, it stores trauma, it stores energy, emotion. All of this is deeply living and embodied within the body. So there is a heaviness. There's often a heaviness to it. And so with what we're doing and with that practice, it's, you know, going into the body, quieting the mind, so coming out of the conscious mind and going into the conscious body and connecting to wisdom, messages, words. And they're not always in, you know, vocabulary. It can be colors, sensations. And so, you know, I'm curious. I know it's difficult because I put you on the spot there, but did anything come up for you in that or within the session that we ran through? Yes, um, for sure. It's for me, it's always like shoulders, um, like Shoulder tension. tension. Yeah, tension like here. And I still haven't gone to go get a massage, but I will yeah. <laughs> <laughs> release that tension. No, but for sure, it's it's like carrying the heaviness of, of life, of being specifically for me, like um, being the oldest, you know, being the, the one that has to do, the one that has to, I don't know, I, I think the thing is that you put the pressure on yourself. Nobody's even putting it on you. It's like you have those expectations for yourself. So you, yeah. it's carrying that in your body. Mm-hmm. For sure. And then, so the only way to release that is to go into it, right? So you can keep carrying it through life or you can address it and go into it. And your, your conscious brain, your thinking brain is incredibly smart. You know that, you know, through your, your lived experience, you've had a lot of pressure on you and then you put a lot of pressure on yourself. So that's fantastic having that thought process and knowing that, but what does it change? Whereas if you then drop into the body and this is where we use breath or we use movement and we're communicating and we're understanding, well, what is underneath that pressure? for you and I'm I'm just speaking example here but it could be maybe it's fear okay well what's living underneath the fear it's pain and we start to get really really targeted beyond just a memory but it's something really specific that we're honing in on that's living inside of the body and from there going into it expressing it feeling it meeting it with love and compassion and acceptance rather than judgment and oh I hate that I put so much pressure on myself and why can't I let that go all that judgment especially as us as women that we put on ourselves if you put that aside and you instead meet these parts of yourself with love acceptance compassion that's where the integration happens and this is the balance we're talking about right with the masculine and the feminine the yin the yang the pleasure the pain we can start to integrate these pieces so they become a little bit more harmonious and accepted as our lived experience it's just like okay that's part of who i am like i'm not fighting it like great, this pressure that I put on myself has got me so fucking far in life. It's got me here now with my own podcast. Like, you know, there's a lot we can be grateful for, for these things that we, we would otherwise think are like bad traits, you know? Exactly. So it's just not suppressing. Like it, it's almost like you mentioned you're a Scorpio. I don't think we talked about that the last when we did it. I'm a Scorpio too. Oh, Uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, so I think it has a lot to do with like befriending like your shadow side. It's like yes. kind of like 
I wouldn't say use it as an excuse for life of who you are and your wrongdoings in life, but also understanding it's just kind of giving it love that this is just understanding why you are the way you are and why you do the things that you do. Kind of like accepting. It's self-acceptance. Yes. In life. And I think the more you understand yourself, even if it's the shadow side of yourself, subconsciously, you're just going to, you're just going to acknowledge that as you're living your life and you are going to change, slowly change those parts of yourself for the better, of course. Right. Totally. And you know, in the sessions with women, something I am so, so huge on, and I, I did this with you as well, Martha, is, you know, I will tell my clients that your shadows are just as welcome as your light here. It, it is so true. The, the amount of judgment that we put on ourselves and my clients put on themselves, there's one gift I can give them is to remove that veil. So there is no judgment from me. There is nothing in that they can say where I would lay any judgment to them. Like that, that part stays at the door. Even if you can't not judge yourself, you can experience what it's like to not be judged for these things from me, because I think that's so important. And I wish more women could show up for each other in that way, because it's deeply, deeply healing. It is. Um, And you said something like, even if women don't judge themselves, does that mean like women, is that like a lack of self-awareness for women when they cannot sit there and, and judge themselves or talk about their own shadow side or accept it? Um, you know, it's not even necessarily a a lack of self-awareness. I think some of the most self-aware people are the most judgmental of themselves Mm -hmm. it's just a a cycle that we can get caught in a fear cycle and so you know I I do a lot of work with with emotions in my clients because in my world and again everything I'm saying is my 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 beliefs (laughs) (laughs) take what you want leave what you don't like Mm -hmm. I'm this is just me talking about my lived Mm -hmm. experience but in my world There's no bad emotions. There are just emotions. And emotions are sensations that we feel. And sensations are energy. And so emotions are just trapped energy in the body. And a powerful practice that I do with my clients is what's called meeting your emotion. So we'll actually um, project a challenging emotion to them. So for example, I'll talk about mine. Mine might be anger. And I've seen my anger in many different forms when I've done this. But for me, it could be a big ball of raging fire that's like across from me. And so having this separation of like, oh, I'm not my emotion, but this is an experience. I experience anger. I experience sensations. And then I'll then embody that emotion and go into the sensations, into the feeling. So we're going deeper beyond the emotion into the sensation. Well, what does fire feel like? Well, it feels raging and it feels hot and my skin's burning. And so you're going deeper and deeper. So you're disassociating with the the heaviness of the emotion and itself. And then you're just feeling these different experiences. And then you can go, oh, okay, this is energy. And then what we do is we transmute and transform that energy into something high vibrational. So maybe you want to feel 
abundant maybe you want to feel excited and using the energy of the emotion so not the emotion itself but the energy that we've got into that we pinpointed we can start to harness that and cycle it through the body and this is tantra again this is energy cycling it through the body until it's something that's so powerful and high vibrational where you feel miraculous or abundant or any other high vibrational emotion that you want so again everything's interconnected when it comes to tantra we're all part of this cosmic web that there's no good or bad there's high vibration and there's low vibration and we are ultimately responsible we're radically responsible for ourselves and it's up to us what we do with this energy I have a, a question. I feel like this is a very common um, issue amongst not just women, just people in general. And it's it's just like a common topic of conversation. But for example, like I feel like there's like a personal struggle between balancing out enjoying life and then doing the work that you it's going to take you to get to where you want to be. Mm. That's such a like inner struggle in life because you know, sometimes you feel like you're not doing enough, but then you're in the moment and you're having fun and then, you know, you forget about it. And then the next day you're just like, maybe I should have enjoyed it that much because I should have, I should be doing something else. So it's like, how do you find that balance like in life? Yeah. I mean, for sure. I, I think again, I'm, I'm probably making wild, um, claims here, but from my own experience of working with women, I think it's more women that feel that guilt the next day or that shame or, you know, I shouldn't have had so much fun. I think there's far fewer men that wake up the next day and feel like that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of judgment that we put on ourselves and, you know, that I think there's a lot of reasons why this happened. But in my current group coaching course, we're going through this and women are saying, you know, I feel like if I have too much fun, I feel really guilty or I feel shameful or I feel undeserving or unworthy of this amount of fun. And it's like, okay, well, where did you learn that? Where did you pick up that belief? Like we are taught all the time from the get-go and I know things are changing, but there are a lot of lessons that we learn and messages that are communicated to us that our pleasure is secondary to a man's. And so even subliminally, even if you grow up in a great family, we're still getting a lot of these messages of like, your pleasure doesn't count. A man's pleasure is first. And so if you're living with these messages, then, you know, we're always going to judge our pleasure. We're always going to have a worry about, did I do too much? Was that too much? And again, what if you just lifted that layer of judgment and you just went, that was an amazing night. Okay. So now I'm going to work my ass off on whatever this project is today. Like that's the balance. It's not, Mm. if you're sitting in judgment and shame around something you did the day before, that's not productive. You can't move forward with that. Mm. Whereas if you just acknowledge like that was hella fun, maybe I've got the hangover that I'm sporting to prove that it was fun (laughs) and onto the next thing that's far more productive for us but then also I mentioned with tantra you know two things can and are true at once you can be in deep pain around something but that doesn't mean that you can't experience pleasure until you've moved through the pain like I don't think that's fair on anyone to have to live their life like that like I think 
you know, how, how do you understand what pleasure and fun and all those things are if you don't experience pain and trauma, like the two go hand in hand and it doesn't need to be that, oh, once I've healed, once I've gotten to the destination, then I can start experiencing pleasure because then you've missed the point. Like you might never get to that end point. Mm -hmm. And with healing, there is no destination. Like this is it, we're doing it. And I've I've kind of coined the phrase, uh, the phrase, turn in to turn on and that's because for me there is this deeper healing that we can move through there's a lot of surface level stuff that we can do to turn on our sex life like we can buy a vibrator we can watch porn we can find a new partner there's a lot of stuff we can do that are kind of surface level or we can go into the deeper healing and understand why am I disconnecting from a partner? Why can't I be more intimate with them? What's going on there? And so the two go hand in hand. Like I don't just teach turn on. It's like, no, you've got to go inwards first. We need to see what's going on. Like what's up with your inner child? Like how was it growing up with your family? How's that impacting you now? Was there any religious beliefs and shame that was brought on you that stops you from experiencing pleasure in your life now? Like we go deep into all of those things, but in tandem, we're moving energy. We're working to the high vibrational stuff as well, the pleasurable stuff. Everything I do, like my homework, my practices are always orienting towards pleasure. Touch what feels your, feels good for you, your intuition. Um, so you're, you're mentioned, you're talking about a, a lot about like polarities in life. And I a hundred percent believe that maybe again, the Scorpio side of me, it's like, I a hundred percent believe that there's no enjoyment in life without sacrifice, without, um, you know, bad experiences, because essentially that gives value to the good experiences. How do you know it's a good experience if you didn't experience the bad, the, the bad times in life? Like, how do you know that that's what feels good? So it's like you have to have like those polarities in life so that you understand what the feelings are, the differences. Yeah. And that's with everything. Right. Um, when it comes to, for example, we, we have a lot of mothers, um, listeners, and I think another one of the greatest issues there is also like time, having time for yourself, finding the time to do to prioritize yourself. What are some tips that? that you can give to women like that? Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So I, I learned this from my good friend, Anne Nguyen, who's also a, um, she's a women's sexuality coach. Mm -hmm. And she kind of has this rule, which is 5% more pleasure. So that's palatable, right? That's achievable. That's not like, how do you make your life 100% more pleasurable? It's like, when you have responsibilities. You inject, <laughs> yeah. How do you inject just 5% more pleasure into your life and so that could look like right now I've got a candle lit and I'm drinking a Bailey's while we're talking together that's five percent <laughs> more pleasure mm -hmm. or it could be having your morning coffee outside just mm -hmm. for that five ten minutes of peace I know that means the world to me if I can just have 10 minutes of not being a mama and drinking my coffee or you know having a really nice um shower with music playing in the background or listening to a podcast in the car like what are these five percent 
more pleasure that we can inject into our lives and that becomes a habit and as you're orienting to pleasure more and more because you're being mindful about it that can't help but grow and even my husband will do it for me as well like he'll be (laughs) he'll be like five percent more pleasure like I put whipped cream on your waffles this morning (laughs) and that's a good uh, example there because then he knows that when you're in your pleasure it's just gonna ultimately be in the marriage's pleasure, whether it's sexual or not, but just your relationship. He loves Mm -hmm. it when I'm feeling lit up and turned on by life. And that's not even, you know, necessarily sexually turned on, but just Mm -hmm. turned on by my own life. Mm -hmm. The cool shit that I get to do when I'm in my flow and my alignment and that energy, like, you know, he's in awe of me. Like he thinks it's incredible. He loves it. He can't get enough of it. He's drinking in that energy as well. Exactly. And that just goes to show that, well, that's for anybody, right? Not just for men, but we, we attract or are attracted to people that are confident and that feel good about themselves in their life and what they're doing. And no matter what it is that they're doing, and even if it's not something that is as re- is relatable to you, but just the energy that you give off in what it is that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 magnetic, but at the same time I want to be real like you can still be authentic and vulnerable in that. You can still have your shit days where things are going wrong and you know things aren't going right and you still have tough times, but you can still overall feel in your flow and have a mission, have a purpose. And that's the part that's magnetic. Like if you hear someone talking really vulnerable, vulnerably about a struggle, that doesn't mean, oh, you're not magnetic. Like you're like, wow, she's being so real Mm -hmm. about that. Like, and, and still look at her, still look at how she's shining through Mm -hmm. that situation. That's magnetic. I feel like there's no other perfect timing than now than talk about shining since we're entering Leo season. <laughs> um, so, and, that, and that's like a message that I myself want to give this month, especially this season going forward. It's like, it's okay to enjoy life, you know, and prioritize your, your time, prioritize yourself. And I think sometimes that's for me personally difficult to tell other people, especially mothers, because I'm not one. So I don't understand the struggle, but I do know that you have to be, feel good for yourself. Especially you don't want to pass those things down to your children. Like the way we change the world is by raising good children, right. And making sure that we're ourselves, that we are in a good mental state. Um, pleasure, pleasurable state of mind. Um, but yes, I just wanted to point that out because, um, oh, I'm a Leo rising myself. So that's, it's like an important time every year that I've, I've realized that's a pattern that I didn't realize before that, wow, I usually have so much fun and enjoy life around this time. And this is a time for people to do that or to initiate that for themselves, whether it's with, like you said, a cup of coffee outside, whatever it is, wherever your journey is at right now, if you don't, if you're not at least spending like 10 minutes a day for yourself, nothing else, nobody around you, but just for yourself doing something that feels good for you, then start now, start those habits now. 
Yeah, totally. And then even habits around celebrating yourself, like how often do we take stock of our lives and our achievements? Because again, we're told we're showing off or we're being too much. And so, you know, with my clients, I always get them to practice what's three things that you're celebrating, big or small. It could be that your baby slept through the night, like that's a celebration. Mm -hmm. It could be that you managed to get the laundry done. That's a celebration. Or maybe it's something bigger where you and your husband had sex for the first time in six months, whatever it is, it's taking stock and celebrating. And, you know, sometimes when women are ready, I'll go even deeper into that. And rather than a celebration, I'll get them to brag. Mm -hmm. I get them to brag about themselves because again, we're told don't be too much. Don't be too big. You shouldn't be seen like blend in with everyone else. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's a show off. Look at her like firing herself up. I, I'm all for the bragging. I'm all for celebrating other women. Like if you achieved it, you should be able to shout about mm-hmm. it. Why should you like play small about those things? It feels, feels good to you. Then yeah. you are your main character, you know, in life. Yeah, exactly. And that should be celebrated. Yes. And I'm here That's for it. <laughs> I love that energy. <laughs> wow. I feel like everything we've been discussing so far is again, we're, we're essentially going back to um, that, like you said, pussy reclamation. And I never really heard it in that. I mean, I know the term, but I never heard it in that, in that, um, term, I guess, as used to it. Cause essentially it's like your intuition, right? It's, it's what you're trying to say is yeah. listening to that intuition, listening to what feels good. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. For sure. Like she, she's our biggest source mm-hmm. of pleasure and unfortunately at times has been our biggest source of pain like mm-hmm. there's a lot of women that have experienced sexual trauma or are holding trauma in pussy but also you know the clitoris is the only human organ that is purely for pleasure we're supposed to experience pleasure. Exactly. There's nine have like oh, maybe eight thousand nerve yes. endings. <laughs> eight thousand nerve endings in the tip of the clitoris. That's more than an entire penis. Mm-hmm. We're so yes, supposed we're, to experience women. Pleasure. Yeah, women were blessed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's supposed to be our pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> wow, um, Mariella, or I'm sorry, Marielle. I want to thank I you. You say it better. Mariella sounds more. Mariella. I, I knew somebody named Mariella. That's why it came to my mind. But um, thank you so much for, for being on, on today's podcast show. I feel like so many women, at least for me personally, I can speak for myself. It makes me want to go and begin doing those things that feel good for me right. in my everyday life. And, and yeah. like I said, sometimes it doesn't have to be so dramatic. Like if, if that's not where you are in life, that's not what we're saying. Like, you don't have to be completely dramatic about it. If it, if it eventually leads you there, then great. That's what we want. We want you to live your most turn on life, but at least to start taking like those small steps every day. Yeah. Like start somewhere, start somewhere every yeah. day to where it, it gives you that guilt. purpose. Like yes. that's key. Doing, taking the steps without guilt. So it's not watching, you know, an episode of Sex Life and then feeling guilty after. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I'm going to be in this experience and I'm going to eat up the entire experience and I'm here for it. And then life can start after the episode. Or if you're going to have a coffee or meet a girlfriend, be present, be in the experience, remove 
the guilt, that's where the pleasure is. It's not the action, but it's being in the action. Yeah, exactly. Being in the present moment. That's important, especially in, in this in the world we live in now, as as great as social media is. I feel like sometimes we get caught up in that. In, in the social media world instead of being in the present moment mm-hmm. yeah, in life. for sure. But yes, we definitely want to thank you for, for being here. Um, I'm excited to keep working with you. Hopefully, you know, we can, maybe we can have you for a future episode again. I think there's so yeah, much, so much wisdom that you have and can bring to our listeners as well. Mm-hmm. But um, can you let us know all your social media handles? Where can, where can we find you? Where can our listeners find you? Absolutely. So on MarielleSantiago.com, you can find my website. I believe my Instagram is underscore Marielle Santiago. So you can find me there on Instagram. And that's kind of where I'm lingering around just now. So, And do you work with like groups of women or or besides just one-on-ones or do you have like workshops? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. I work with clients one-on-one. I'm currently halfway through my group coaching course, which is called Turn In to Turn On. That's an online um, group coaching that I've been doing with an amazing group of women. That's kind of three weeks of turning inward. So that, that deeper stuff that I was talking about, we have a break and then we do the three weeks of the turning on, getting really turned on by ourselves, by our lives, that high vibrational stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I do retreats, I do events, all sorts of stuff. Awesome. awesome. Well, we will definitely link all of your social media handles on our social media. Guys, if you don't already follow us, we are at Sipping With Us on instagram that's where we typically will post our updates for episodes uh thank you so much for being here today yes, on this you. zoom call we i think for us like time is very valuable and we always appreciate other people's time so we want to thank you for your time today and um if you can leave the episode with like one simple message that you want to give to our listeners what would you what would you say Yes. I want women to know that you don't need to wait until you were fixed before you allow yourself to experience pleasure. And that's because you were never broken. You are inherently worthy of living a turned on life. It's your divine feminine right. Absolutely agree with that. Okay. Well, we appreciate your time. And guys, if you have not already subscribed to our podcast, go ahead and subscribe onto Apple Podcasts now. And also leave us a review about what you thought about with about this specific episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will talk to you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye.